I had to um, just uh, real briefly um, mm-hmm. screw you guys because I had to figure out how to spell spasmodic for the title mm. last week. <laughs> Why don't you just under Google that? No, I had I had S P A Z M A D I C. Uh, I no, nothing could figure out what that was. It didn't even <laughs> no. give me another suggestion. Oh, uh, you weren't even close enough. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Y'all don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Wee! I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. The train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch. Beautiful goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is February twenty third, twenty twenty, and this is episode four thirty three. This show, we're going to discuss a one zero week for the Pacers with just one game against the New York Knickerbockers, and we're going to talk a little bit about All Star Weekend. Joining me are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the nation's capital. Washington, D.C. It's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Shout out, we're almost in uh, March. For sure. Shout out. Can't For the passing of enough. time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 50 here today. It's It's like the sun doesn't set until like 530. It's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a chance you can get out of work and see a, see the sun. That's right. <laughs> Pretty solid. <laughs> Just a chance, but anyway, it's uh, it's getting there. It it, it changes uh, my disposition, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shout out to spring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From Indianapolis, Indiana, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles. John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? Quick shout out to uh, Joey's disposition. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. <laughs> And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Before we get into this show, we'd just like to remind you that you can support us anytime you shop on Amazon. If you just click the link in the show notes or go to theunbeatables.com slash Amazon, any uh, shopping you do will kick a small percentage of the sale back to us and help support what we do, whatever it is that we do here. Uh, one game of basketball this week. Uh, you know, All Star Weekend, uh, or the All Star festivities sort of took up uh, the break. Took up most of the week, so uh, action started back again on Thursday. Pacers not starting until Friday. Uh, they are on the road against the Knicks, and they win this one, one hundred six ninety eight. Um, I mean, I think the top performer would be T.J. Warren, twenty seven points, uh, three eight two steals and a block. Um, also of note, uh, Victor Oladipo left for back soreness. Uh, doesn't look terribly serious, but um, hoping he'll be back in uh, action here shortly. Um, yeah, one game against the Knicks. They're thirteen and seven. Or, I'm sorry, seventeen and thirty-nine. 
uh, not great. So, you know, we've lost to the Knicks this year. So I'm, I'm, and I don't take anything for granted, but it's nice to get that win. Um, it's a winning streak. <laughs> yeah, it is a winning streak. Mm-hmm. That's two games. One before the break and one after. So uh, two is a streak, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you guys, uh, you know, what do you guys take about coming out of the break and not losing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pro that. Good, good. Controversial yeah. stance there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Victor's first game without the minutes restriction and uh, mm-hmm. had to come out of it, so that's too bad. But uh, obviously, you know, we did enough here to win. We actually did not shoot the ball very well. We were only 41% on the game. Um, but we did something super out of character and won the rebounding battle. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, against a team that's really good at rebounding, because they yeah, have number one in the league power forwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're number one in the league at rebounding. And guess what? That yielded a win. <laughs> so <laughs> that makes me super happy, especially coming out of the All Star break. Shout out rebounding. That's right. That's the that's the uh, story of this game for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I thought that they looked a little bit choppy, especially in the first half. The Pacers couldn't really hit the broad side of a barn. Um, but I thought we're playing good basketball. I thought the energy was good. I thought, especially on the defensive end, getting deflections and uh, getting out and getting open looks. Um, I don't know what happened. We got up to like a 20-point lead and then sort of squandered that away. Uh, and that coincided with the time when I t- took a small nap. So <laughs> if you guys could fill me in as to what happened uh, during that period, that would be helpful. That's on you, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think just just uh, the time off is just going to make well everybody rusty, you know. A little rusty, missing mm-hmm. some shots. For, yeah. Uh, but this this uh, goes back to to what uh, the team has done all season, or you know, uh, in this in our wins in general, our most consistent players are. TJ Warren and DeMontis Sabonis and you know again they came through um, they both play you know 37 minutes um, and uh, you know Sabonis puts up 24 13 and 3 because that's what he does TJ Warren uh, player of the game with 27 8 and 3 um, yeah yeah. I don't nice know I, I just back. yeah yeah um, you know and if you know we, we have enough other uh, players that are gonna, you know, find a way to put the ball in the basket, even on a tough shooting night. We just got so many weapons offensively. Um, but again, you know, this I thought there were two two key things outside of those guys just doing what they always do for us offensively um, was uh, was the rebounding, and then also uh, figure out how to stop Julius Randle, who you know just two weeks ago murdered us, um, and slowing him down helped a lot. Uh, I'm sure the coaching staff looked at that that game and was like, how do we change this? And of course the other guy that murdered us, uh, Marcus Morris is no longer on the Knicks. So that helped. <laughs> yeah. A lot of credit to miles Turner for his defense on yeah. Randall. I thought there were several possessions where he just basically shut, uh, Randall down. I mean, really good. Took it personally. Uh, knowledge of the, yeah. Of the scouting report, you know, forcing him away from his, his, uh, I think he's left-handed. So sometimes that throws guys off and, and Turner was definitely attuned to to where Randall was trying to get and just didn't let him get there. So yeah. I thought he did a good job on the boards too. Um Turner looked a bit more aggressive going mm-hmm. after things. So that helped quite a bit too. 
And it looks like uh, Oladipo is at least slated to start the Toronto game uh, tonight. So okay. That's a good, good sign. Good. McDermott had a nice uh, performance off the bench. He got 14 points, uh, four to six from the field, two or three from three. Uh, I guess Oladipo's shootings, uh, we've, we've mentioned this before, he's not quite back yet. He's uh, three of eight from the floor. Well, and, and when uh, when Coach says his back locked up, that uh, makes me nervous. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible thing. That does thing. not sound good. No. Yeah. Um, I, it wasn't the trainer saying that, so that's good. Sure, uh, but I'm sure he heard that directly from either Oladipo or a trainer. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad to hear, uh, heartened to hear that he's probably going to start tonight. Um, and if not, you know, if he's even on the maybe list, I'm, I'm assuming he'll be back on the game after, so... Um, keep our fingers crossed. Um, also, this was Sabonis, another double-double, which may not shock you, but uh, right now he's uh, fifth most for the MB- for the Pacers as a, as a franchise in the NBA. Um, Troy Murphy's got 49, so I think he's going to... He's going to pass him this season pretty pretty soon. <laughs> I'm guessing in about seven or eight games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I, I'm pro anytime Troy Murphy gets off a top five list. I mean, that's really mm-hmm. that's what I'm all about. Well, he's, no, he, he's uh, Troy Murphy's number one. So he's going to be. He's going to be. He'll be there for a while. He's going to be there for a while. Ugh. All right, Miles Turner. <laughs> You're going to need more help than that. <laughs> Come on, Brogdon. <laughs> yeah, that's well, it'll be, yeah, it'll be uh, Sabonis uh, this yeah. year and next year and the year after that. And, you know, hopefully yeah. add infinitum into yeah. the future. Another thing, Pacers did get to the line this game. Um, you know, that's been a problem they've been having for much of the season. Um, just not. You know, some we had a couple games, maybe six or seven attempts. Like, yep, we lose those games generally. Yeah, well, we were getting into the paint. What was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Forty-four points in the paint. Is that right? Uh, that's a solid number. It's our guards being aggressive, mm-hmm. and of course, doing what bonus does as well. And we hit them, which is nice. So it's nice. We got a, a win coming out of the break. On the road. Um, on the road. Yeah, it's fantastic. So we are recording this before the uh, Toronto Raptors game Sunday evening. So uh, we, will have, we will give you our a detailed breakdown uh, next week. But um, the other game we wanted to talk about would be the All-Star game, which we recorded before the All-Star game proper uh, last week with the new scoring system. Um what did you guys think? This was uh, seemed to be much more competitive than normal, like 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 a real basketball game. Yeah, I was surprised how well it worked. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought, I mean, it was getting so competitive down the stretch. I was concerned that these guys might hurt each other. <laughs> <laughs> Felt really bad for the refs who had to work on their day off this year. No doubt. I mean, you know, uh, a game is competitive when. There's just multiple charges taken. There's just multiple bitching at the refs. Like there's just it was it was like watching basketball. <laughs> <There's>, yeah. 
At, at the start of the fourth quarter, I was a little concerned that, uh, yeah, it was going to be all the worst things about regular season basketball. Lots of foul calls and complaining mm-hmm. to the refs. Um, but no, there it was some of that. Be, it, 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 there definitely was still some of that. <laughs> uh, but no, this is, re- this is a really fun game. So we should say that uh, Team LeBron won. They hit the target score of 157 first, uh, but Team Giannis was 155, just two two points behind. Um, top performers: Kawhi Leonard had 30. Chris Paul somehow had 23. Uh, LeBron James also t- uh, 23. Uh, AD 17. Uh, sorry, AD 20 points. Uh, and on Team Giannis, Giannis himself. The headliner, uh, 25 points. Kemba, 23. Joel Embiid, 22. Um, you, you know, you're going to have most of the guys in double figures. Um, you know, our our performer, Damana Sabonis, played 19 minutes and uh, racked up two points. Yeah, but, you know, it's funny because uh, his game doesn't translate a ton to an All-Star game. So uh, the first quarter was exactly like, you remember all All Star games. They're just it's just a dunk line. Everybody's having fun. Nobody's playing defense. Um, he didn't really know what to do in that world. He just he was a lot of things where you could see where like I want to rotate back. Oh wait, I'm just going to let that guy dunk. You know, um, and and I thought when he played his minutes at the beginning of the fourth, when the game was actually being played like a game, like he was I thought pretty effective. Like he was playing really good defense on Embiid. He was grabbing some tough boards. Um, you know, I know he said there were some butterflies, especially, you know, he got his points from the line. He was worried he was just going to airball the free throw. Um, but, you know, when that goes down. Um, no, I, I, I thought it was fun. The, the, the game translated better for him in the fourth. I thought he showed himself well. Um, th- there have been some debates about whether the first three quarters worked. So, you know, you do basically um, each quarter is its own thing. And then um, whoever wins that um, gets money to go to um, their charity of choice. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was good. I liked seeing the kids cheering for their team, um, and I thought Giannis was the one who sort of set the tone for essentially eventually the fourth quarter because he came out in that second quarter and was like, "I'm not. I'm not losing another quarter." You know, we were just playing around in the first quarter, but he was flying around the basketball court. He wanted to get that money for his charity. Um, I think the the tweak should be that third quarter ended up being tied. Um, and they just rolled the money over to the final one. And I thought that sucked for, um, you know, Giannis's, um charity. I feel like they should have got a cut of something there. <laughs> but whatever. Outside of that, like maybe just split the money or something. Um, that's what I thought. I thought it worked pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the idea is to roll it over. You make the fourth quarter even more competitive, right? So. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't actually watch uh, much of this game. I saw some highlights. Uh, and obviously, I've listened to some and read some analyses. But <clears throat> the coolest thing to me seems to be that the fourth quarter was basically commercial free mm-hmm. since there's no uh, clock running. Yeah. Like, uh, so note, and, and it's the All Star game, so nobody's going to call a timeout to make an adjustment or anything like that, right? Like, they only had they one timeout. Yeah, they did. There's only one timeout <laughs> for the fourth yeah, quarter. No, it was <laughs> oh, really? okay. there was yeah, strategy cool. and everything. Yep. Wow. Okay. So each team only gets one timeout. For yeah, the fourth, fourth quarter, quarter, yeah. Okay. That's cool. And they used it, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, and LeBron, you know, it's funny because um, 
there was no. I kept looking for the clock, you know, and like, and I, it's just such a different style of basketball. I mean, it's just, it's really, it's, it's interesting. Um, they didn't. LeBron didn't bring back his starters until, I like, think, what they were within like six or seven points. Like they brought in their closers, um, you know, based on the amount of points there were versus time. You know, it's just, it was really it, interesting. It should be said they started off down what ten, yeah, in the fourth, yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. So they rode their bench for a little while, but it's like, well, but we can't do it based on minutes, you know. Um, and I think what they said is the the uh, fourth quarter went like thirty minutes. Is that right? Like twenty nine minutes. Sounds about right. Yeah. So that's a lot of burn on these guys. Uh, yeah. Most for of sure. them played the full the full uh, quarter. So. The only other thing that I really wanted from that game, LeBron, when they were you know three points away from victory. Um, Shot from the logo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just over half court. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it didn't quite go down. And ultimately, they end up winning. You know, they don't get a three pointer. LeBron drives the lane, gets a layup or something, and then ultimately AD seals it at the line after missing his first free throw. Um, it would have been great if uh, you know LeBron had hit that shot. Yeah, it's ended no in live to... action play rather than like from yeah, the line. Exactly. Kind of, uh, anticlimactic. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but, you know, but it was cool to see it, Anthony Davis like super nervous and brick the heck out of the first free throw. Yeah, right. And, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> that was kind of cool. No, I, I, I mean, I, yes, of course you want the, you know, a big dramatic shot to end it, but like I didn't mind it. Like I, there was so much tension and drama as LeBron seems trying to come back, and you know. Um, the stop at a bucket thing, you know, which we always talk about, has so much more meaning if there's no, uh, there's no clock. Like I have to get like four stops in a bucket in two minutes versus all I have to do is just get four stops in a bucket, you know, right, every right. time. And it was, I thought that I thought it was really. Um, I actually uh, had a, a dream that night. I woke up that the the, the game was so successful that they were going to start that midseason tournament uh, that that uh, Silver's been talking about. Uh, based on the success of this thing and it was going to be set up the same way well i think that there's um yeah that was going to be my next question is how is the nba going to incorporate this into regular season play going forward because like the reaction to it in the you know nba media sphere is so so positive that i think they're definitely going to do something one suggestion that i heard that i really like actually is to just make overtime this Hmm. elam method um at least in the regular season like just Hmm. if it goes to overtime let's play to 10 and then after 10 points it's over um which i thought was kind of cool yeah that's actually that's cool and yeah because that's one thing that that is frustrating or i feel you know feel bad for these guys sometimes when it's like all right you got to it doesn't happen often, but you've got a double, triple overtime. You know those guys are mm-hmm. those guys. Guys are gassed. Yeah, got to yeah, go yeah, play yeah. the next night. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that would be very cool. I mean, as a fan, all that they would have to do to make the fourth quarter better is just get rid of the commercials. Um, <laughs> right. Sure. That part I was see. effective. It definitely built the drama for the game. I suspect there's a bunch of people sitting around with calculators saying, yeah, there's zero chance that we're going to integrate this at all. <laughs> right. right, right <laughs> because right. it affects our income stream. 
Um, I assume that uh, I think they've already come out and said that this is going to continue for the All Star game because it was so successful. Oh, um, for sure. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, they may what retool I, something in the first three quarters, but that was way too good to not do. It really was. It was. I mean, it was basically the ten best players in the world because I mean, they they basically brought out the you know both teams brought out their starting lineups you know a, a little bit adjusted, uh, like uh, Chris Paul played for Luka Doncic, but is that right? Yeah, I think Luca was. Right. I think Luca was on a minutes restriction involved, or something. He's definitely gonna have Chris yeah. Paul on the floor. Yeah, um, yeah, that's probably part of it more than the minutes restriction. But um, you know, outside of that, like, I mean, they just, just you know, the ten best players in the world actually playing hard, going after it, and trying to win this thing. It was really entertaining. Um, yeah, so shout out. That was a huge success. Um, I assume that this will uh, start taking hold maybe in the G League or in the WNBA. Um, before they try to integrate it beyond the All Star break for the NBA, right, right, yeah, there is. A, it is nice. There, are, they do have lots of places to test this stuff out, and they've yeah, those two places they've used already um, to try new things, and it's you know, it's great. Keep it. If not, you know, n- nobody's getting too bent out of shape if they run an experiment in the G League and it and it doesn't go perfectly. Um. So, uh, I'm. Jason, I believe you suggested uh, a couple of pods ago that that maybe at the uh, Indianapolis uh, All Star Game next year that maybe we we run the fourth quarter to thirty one in honor of Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. Do you think the twenty four will stick around in honor of Kobe forever, um, or you know, uh, do you think that they'll change it up? Uh, was was twenty four the right amount? I mean, it it gave a lot of drama. Uh, in in this case, and maybe thirty one would be too much, sort of thing. Potentially, I mean, yeah, like I think that the NBA and the Players Association are going to have to try to strike a balance on how much wear and tear to put on these guys in a fourth quarter of an All Star game. That ultimately, me- I mean, it means something for charities, but it doesn't mean anything for uh, you know winning the Just Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that having a quarter that is like what did you say it was like 29 minutes of like yeah. game action like yeah, that's without breaks <laughs> too much i think yeah and so they're gonna want to scale that back so th- you know maybe this is where tinkering with um this format in other leagues you know you'll find sort of the magic number that gets you to around a 12 minute quarter of course it always depends on what the delta is between the team that's ahead and the team that's behind yeah. or right whatever, right but right. um and this was just the right, the right amount for them to be able to catch up and win, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah exactly. it was. Right. It, yeah, was. Yeah. it was great. So, which you want to find that, too. You want to make mm-hmm. it, you know, a doable thing for the team that's behind um, while still giving the team that's ahead an advantage and making the first three quarters worth something, you know. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, when we talked about it last time, we thought it would be cool to sort of, as a way for the NBA to honor historical figures every time the all-star game rotates around like change who it's honoring um but obviously kobe has a you know huge impact currently in the nba and was you know uh loved the all-star game was a super competitor so it kind of makes sense to keep honoring him but I wouldn't. I wouldn't overdo it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I would argue. I would argue what Harper's yeah. arguing. He he already got the trophy named after him. Like we can, right? You know, right, 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 right. We can fiddle everything else around. Like, I, um, thirty-one does seem 
maybe like too much. Like when you were talking about it, I was thinking about it more like an all-star game where everybody scores 60 every quarter. But like that fourth quarter was was not an all-star game as far as just like throwing the ball up and, and seeing what happens. Like this mm-hmm. was real com- competition, and that seems like a lot of points to, to make up in a quarter. And then, yeah. then maybe the maybe your best guys are playing. You know, you you would have to start making rotations because you can't play forty guys, forty you know, forty minutes for all your guys, you know, sort of thing. So, um, yeah, something to keep in mind. But mm-hmm. and, and what do you do for if you want to honor Robert Parrish? How do you do that? He wore, he wore double zero, <laughs> double yeah. zero, just sure. three quarters, three quarters, and just end the game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's ahead wins. Yeah. I guess yeah. If you knew that ahead of time, it's like, all right, we're playing. We're playing thirty six minutes. Yeah, that'd be also also be cool if they did the three quarters and then they like had a, a pool of players that they were going to honor or, or five potential numbers and they just drew it out of a hat. Ooh, at yeah. that time, yeah. Like, all right, we're playing to fifty two. Let's do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be cool. I have no evidence of this, but I just know it's true. LeBron and Giannis definitely had money on this game outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? And so I, I, it's actually not a terrible idea, right? Like there should be some element of, you know, the loser pays something, right? To the charities or, or whatever. Whatever it was, whatever magic they had, just do that again next year for me, mm-hmm. please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like going after each other, blocking each other's shots, like trying to dunk on each other. That was Really, I mean, just asking nicely for a couple guys to bet like a hundred grand. <laughs> well, there's a it's lot going on there. There's probably that, but then there's also, you know, LeBron is probably getting tired of all this talk of how Giannis is the best player in the league and potential finals matchup down right, the road. Yeah, they're probably going to be in the tone, like all right. that stuff. Like, so yeah, it's cool to see all those subplots play out. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Thumbs up, NBA. Good work. Yeah, back Good to work. the numbers thing. The maybe twenty-one is the optimal number, since like that's what you play to in the park or yeah. whatever. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I like that. Can we that's do it by ones? Yeah, <laughs> what you try next year, right, and see where it lands. Yeah, no, I like it's that. David West number, right? That's right. Look at Joey yeah. with his flashcards. Uh, <laughs> that one's just ingrained in my soul. That's right. <laughs> You have 21 tattooed on your heart. <laughs> yes. It was expensive. They don't, they don't cover that, you know? <laughs> tattooed on the inside. <laughs> like seven bitches on a bitch boat. Quite a, quite a uh, bit of heart surgery for that. Um, all right. Also brings over. We're in the sprint to the end of the season. Uh <laughs> Pacers, uh, as we mentioned last week, in a tough stretch. I think uh, six of the next eight, uh, yeah, six of the next eight on the road. Um, As we mentioned earlier tonight, uh, the Pacers will play at Toronto, uh, then home for a couple games, hosting the Charlotte Hornets on Tuesday, and the Portland Trailblazers on Thursday. Shout out, Nico. Uh, And then I think we start this weird five-game road trip next Sunday at Cleveland. Uh, and we get to see Andre Drummond again. Colson's excited. Yeah. I, I I really we I think we have to go three and one if we want to keep pace with uh, the rest of the East, but uh, uh, with Drummond with at the Cavs, I'm I'm, I'm picking two and two. Mm. What? Outrageous. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> you, I would love to go three and one, but I'm picking two and listen, two. Listen, listen. We we just played against the uh, a game against the Knicks, and we out rebounded them by like ten. Yeah. We've already solved the. We've solved the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. If we can hold a Drummond under eighteen rebounds, I'll, I'll agree with you. We'll talk next week. Okay. And not taking before. the over <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back with you on Thursday with uh, our next show. Um, but until then, if you'd like to talk to us on the social medias, we are on Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables, the web th- website, TheUndebeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can send us a message. You can send us an email, shout out at theunbeatables.com. And wherever you listen, if you can review us or uh, share an episode with uh, a Pacer fan in your life. Um, and also, one plug, Colson, uh, I know this is sort of your baby, but the Undegoogleables spin off podcast um, set in an alternate universe, I think. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the Undergoogleables uh, segment we do, we have uh, broken that off into a separate show. Um, so for people who want to learn something or get some questions answered. Um, yeah, relatively. you can also just have a laugh even if you don't learn anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we try to try to make that always uh, some fun. So um, that's show is available also uh you can search for that in your podcast for your from your podcast provider and uh, we got some t-shirts for sale too for a once and always coach now in the hall of fame bobby sook leonard turn the lights the party We might have to go video pod now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> he was the like Martian. Could not see was the choreography associated with this week's song. Wow. So that was was that like a John Philip Sousa? Yeah. For at least the first half of it. <laughs> sure, I got to mix up my genres. You know, that's part right. of it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of, of a, a march, of feedback. You know, and then it yeah, turned into sort of, of feedback like jazz we get hands. is feedback we get a lot is. Um, they're like, we like the song, but it's only one genre, so. <laughs> I'm just speaking to my fans, that's all, right? Right. What? They want multiple genre songs. <laughs> <laughs>